Blog Talk Radio. Hello, welcome to Snake Oil Radio here on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, happy Thursday to everybody. This is your host, Jim Ventura. Uh, if it's your first time tuning into the show, uh, this is our first uh, of the, uh, the month uh, episode. Uh, so I always read my monthly column and then spend about 15, 20 minutes talking about that uh, particular subject. Um, I am a, uh, an astrologer, numerologist, uh, tarot card reader. I have uh, been doing uh, navigational consultations for many, many, many years, and I'm also an author. I just published my uh, second book a few months back called Snake Oil Volume 1, which is a collection of my first uh, four years of columns. I've been doing the column for since 2003 now. I've been doing the radio show here on Blog Talk Radio for about three years as well. Uh, if you're interested in any of my books or CDs or personal sessions, either personal in my home office here in Phoenix or by phone, you know, go to my website at uh, web dot mac dot com slash venture words and you can get info about contacting me about setting something like that up uh but what i'd like to do with the show uh each week usually we get about three or four uh shows in each month is i like to uh you know i like to talk about different metaphysical themes and topics uh go into a bit of detail uh inevitably we'll we'll get to the phone lines as well and be able to let you ask questions or to comment uh about uh, anything that we're talking about today or um, toward the end of the show today, we'll also be able to uh, maybe get one or two phone calls in for uh, if anyone has a, wants a quick little uh, question answered and an oracle poll. Uh, it's going to be a little bit before we get to that, guys. Today, this is the first uh, show of the month, so I do devote the first 20 minutes or so purely to column conversation because a lot of people catch the show in archive and uh, are interested in that. But I will be able to get to the phones a little bit later on. Okay, so what I like to do for my first show each month, of course, is I want to read my current column. You know, some of uh, my listeners are already subscribers to the column, some are not. So this way you'll know what we're talking about here. If you're not already getting uh, snake oil, you can email me at venturasage at yahoo.com and get added to the uh, free uh, monthly newsletter mailing list, uh, which will also get you, you know, discounts on, on personal sessions and uh, you know, a birthday promotion and a few other things uh, that, that come with the column. So uh, this is a new piece. Uh, this is actually the 72nd uh, uh, snake oil column I've written. And uh, I got a lot of feedback on this, so let me read it to you, and then we'll, 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 we'll talk a little bit about this. Uh, this snake oil is called Tough Times, Little House on the Prairie Wisdom. I caught an episode of the 70s, 80s television show Little House on the Prairie the other day. It was from the second or third season when the show was still both painfully cheesy and still really good. How brilliant were the characters of Mrs. Olsen and Nellie. If you're too young to remember Little House, or as my obnoxious oldest brother used to call it, Little House on the Fairy, or if you never caught the show, the premise of the show was easy to follow. It was set in the late 1800s and based on a series of books by Laurel Ingalls Wilder. It was primarily about a family that set out to relocate to a small town called Walnut Grove. The charismatically handsome father was played by Michael Landon. Charles took his wife and three girls from Wisconsin to create a better life for the family in Minnesota. The show was tremendously popular in its day, 
While at times it was a bit cliche and preachy, it was often funny and highlighted the timeless and amazing potential of the human spirit and the value of being part of a loving family. Right before I watched the show, I had received a call from a friend with some astounding news about a likable guy from my gym who was going through some painful relationship issues. I hadn't seen Pete in months and wondered why he vanished. The news was that he had committed suicide in December. It was painful to hear about such a sad loss. He left behind four children and a devastated Mormon family. This was not the first time I had heard about a death or loss in one form or another in the last few years. This one just seemed to hit too close to home. So many people around me seemed to be struggling, but this news really took its toll on my spirit. I decided to surrender my need to compulsively analyze and understand why such a loss occurred and committed to an episode of Little House that I had recorded on my DVR. The show was about a tornado that whipped through the small town and destroyed most of the Ingalls farm. The night it came, the family was celebrating an abundant, perfect crop that was ready for harvest. It, along with livestock, a barn, and many parts of the home were destroyed. The family, and especially Charles Ingalls, was struggling with the common human feeling and mental anguish that all of us experienced at one time or another during trying times of, why has God abandoned me? We are good people. Why are we being punished? What did I do to deserve this? The destructive storm damaged the town as well, but the Ingalls farm was hit the worst. The realization of the impending winter and current financial ruin meant Charles needed to scramble to find worker solutions to their current dilemmas. He diligently tries, but after a number of failed efforts, he decides to give up the fight. He has lost all faith and decides to sell the farm and go back home. The rest of the family wants to stay and accept offered help from friends and neighbors, but Charles has understandably lost all of his strength and remaining optimism. The rest of the family reluctantly agrees to sell the farm and return home. Deep inside, it is clear that they would prefer to stay and work together to make it through the coming winter, but the rules of a patriarchal culture went out. I knew it was no accident that I caught this episode. I'd probably watched during my childhood back in 1976 or 77 when it originally came out, but now I could truly identify with its message. I myself had experienced some mini tornadoes and bad episodes as well in the last few years, and I knew I was not alone in this experience. Many people had similar trials. The last few years have not been easy ones. The housing market tanked in Phoenix, and my home's value plummeted so much that it was worth next to nothing. Credit card debt had strangled me for years, and I had no choice but to default on some of them and give up my good credit rating. Relentless phone calls from debt collectors trying to get money I did not have were frequent. My business took a 40% drop in 2008. Understandably, many of my clients were experiencing similar problems and had to cut costs, so I became a casualty of those costs. I picked up a lucrative part-time job to supplement my income in 2009 and briefly had some temporary abundance. Yet, after two years, that also ended when the owner couldn't keep up in a difficult economy and had to shut the doors. This was not the first time in my life when I had struggled with adversity, yet it was the longest in duration by far. I took practical steps to increase my business with advertising, and those steps were now finally beginning to bring results. After three years of ups and downs, for me, things were finally improving. Obnoxious collection calls were still coming through, but they were beginning to lose steam. Like most people, 
I was phobic from, phobic from struggling for so long. I had a lot to catch up on. I knew that at least the darkest times were now behind me, and for many of my friends and clients as well. Many of us had thankfully weathered the worst of the storms. Yet there were many people who were still struggling or just beginning to experience dark times, and I truly felt for them. In 2010 and 2011, I lost two friends to cancer and was aware of a number of other people who lost spouses, friends, children, and other family members. One of my family members was diagnosed with kidney failure. I was aware of three different people who committed suicide, two of them because of financial hardship. There were lots of people who lost homes, had to return to work after being semi-retired, or struggled with relationship problems or dis-ease in one form or another. I had a number of clients who could not find work no matter how hard they tried. Some were living off savings or their retirement money long before one is supposed to cash in on their future security. While not everyone had been directly touched by some kind of disaster, we all know family or friends who have been. The last few years have been really difficult ones, and many people have lost hope, just like Charles Ingalls. There were more than a few times when I briefly felt the same way. The saddest part for me was how many people perceived their difficulties as personal failures and reacted by closing down and retreating in one form or another in shame. Men are more likely to respond this way to a sense of failure than women. Because of the current economic difficulties, many people have been relentlessly bullied by banks and other financial institutions. This bullying has contributed to making many of us feel like we are now failures, deadbeats, and even criminals. But taking economic conditions personally is a myopic perspective. Other societal influences contributed to the lack of current abundance, like excessive greed, arrogance, Destruction of the middle class, corruption, spending money that wasn't there, and the rise in the influence of religious extremists were just some of the many contributions to our current depression. We were broken at many levels, and we were all paying the price to repair these ruptures. We often think that because we live in modern times that we shouldn't have to go through the really tough times that people experienced in the Middle Ages, biblical times, the Depression, or any other difficult historical periods. As a species, our history is rich with times of jubilation, advancement, and prosperity, as well as times of great sorrow, disasters, and troubles. There are hazards on the physical plane. As much as we are uncomfortable with these times of difficulty, they are realities in this world. Sometimes the trials really, really test us. Loss, sorrow, and struggle are aspects of, human, of the human experience. If we can move through them, we can see that they're usually meant to teach us how to not struggle in the future. As troubling as these times are, they always have purpose. The Little House episode ended with Charles turning the corner in the last 10 minutes of the show. He decides to stay and rebuild his farm and accepts help to do this from friends in the town. They know it will not be easy, but they band together as a family and do what they must. Inevitably happy, prosperous times follow. Life isn't always an easy resolution like a television show. Yet, we can tap into the amazing part of us that has the strength and perseverance to survive adversity if we choose to. Sometimes we have to ask for help from friends and family. Sometimes we have to be willing to ask for help from spirit. No matter what or how much difficulty we have endured, we are often stronger than we know. Light will always follow darkness if we recognize that there is always another side to adversity, even if it seems temporarily blocked from view. Okay, so uh, 
clearly uh, a little bit of an, an intense piece, uh, to put it mildly. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, I, I wrote this. Uh, this was something that was was working for a couple of months. Um, yes, I absolutely like wrote in the piece. I had become aware of, uh, you know, a, a friend uh, committing suicide and hearing about a number of other people doing the same. Um, you know, I can't even begin to tell you how many people I know have lost homes, upside down in their homes. Um, you know, these are difficult times. I mean, I, I've said this before on previous shows. I think we will look back on this time in our history and realize that we did, in essence, get through a depression. Um, you know, uh, I, I think there's light at the end of the tunnel. I think things are improving. Um, you know, I always laugh because I'm the political arena is always filled with people trying to find who is to blame. Uh, there's the Obama haters, there's Republican haters, there's the liberal haters. <laughs> there's, I always laugh when I, I hear all this stuff because everybody at one level or another um, uh, you know, has contributed or not contributed. I mean, you know, to, to say it is one specific thing is insanity. You know, to me, the uh, the, the reality uh, of the situation is we do go through cyclical periods. Sometimes things go really well. Sometimes they're kind of crappy. Um, I, we, we experience this personally. We experience this economically. We experience this in families. You know, the good news is, you know, I always remember this, and I remind my clients of this repeatedly. When things are terrible, um, you got to realize at some point they're going to turn around and get good. Uh, you know, 99% of the time that is the case. Um, there are, you know, we also need to remember that when when things are are good, you know, they're not always going to be good. You know, that's one of the things that I got out of. I had a really really difficult year in 2011 and 2008. Those were probably two of the most difficult in the last four years. And um, what I learned that was was really fitting. And I'm a Sagittarius, uh, and I'm always optimistic. Um, even though I've been accused of being cynical by people sometimes, which I find very funny. Uh, it's probably more my humor. Uh, but uh, I'm always optimistic, and, and I've always found that whenever things are going really well in my life, like business or, or just relationship, I always kind of get into that, well, I figured it out now. Now it's always going to be good. Now I just cannot, I'm never going to have to struggle again. I'll just ride the wave. And uh, if, if there's one thing I learned, and especially it really was brought home in 2011, uh, you know, when, when you have good times, you should, you should store nuts for the winter. You should be, you know, should put something to the side. You should be, you should store for leaner times. And that isn't a cynicism. It's a, just a very practical reality that really makes sense. We're not always going to be in abundance. And, uh, you know, for many of us, and I was a culprit of this as well, I, you know, I used credit cards as my backup money. And, you know, that's gone, and, and certainly I will never touch into it again. To me, I mean, one of the things that I think that has come to surface during these difficult times is, you know, there was some wisdom in the 40s and the 50s and, and these other times historically when people kind of understood that, like, if you bought a home, you had to maybe have 20, 30, 40 percent of it to put down on the home. Uh, you know, we, we got – a lot of people can see this. Even when I bought my condo back in 2003, uh, I, you know, I think I put $2,000 down on a $75,000 condo. I mean, you know, I mean, looking back on it, 
you know, and they gave me an. Uh, they they when I when I applied for the loan, they they offered me up to one hundred eighty thousand dollars to buy a condo, and I still only bought a seventy five thousand dollar condo. Uh, thank God, but um, we we were we were in kind of a ridiculous time where we were spending money that really really wasn't there. That that is the bigger issue of of what has come out of this. Um, you know, banks. You can again, you can get into the blame game, but. Um, you know, we we do we step into this deeper reality that we were in such prosperous times at some level that now we're kind of paying the paying the price for it. You know, the good news is again, as I think things are beginning to turn around. I know we got a lot of people, you know, talking about the doom and the gloom and all these terrible things that are going to happen. I may have some time to comment on that today. Uh, I am noticing we're getting some callers, so I'm eventually going to get to the callers in the next five or ten minutes. Uh, but uh, you know, well, let me briefly mention that too, because people are all, you know, a lot of people are up in arms about the uh, what's going to happen at the end of this year, in 2012, and you know the Mayan calendar and the end of the world and all that jazz. Um, I, I got to tell you, you know, one, I, I don't, I don't even know when they, uh, when the Mayan calendar was originally written. Of course, it was written um, without the concept of leap year, so. Um, if you were to factor leap year into um, <laughs> the fact that that was developed, um, uh, you know, I, I don't even know when they started to, to, to change the calendar to add leap year into it. I think it was in like 600 AD or something. Um, the the end of the world, according to the Mayan calendar, would actually have occurred in 2009. So I think that ship has sailed. Uh, yeah, we're going to have Earth changes and and other dramas that will come up. But and I always say the same thing every time. Just get rid of the end-of-the-world fantasy, guys. You know, we're, we're here, we've got lessons, we've got things to work out. Even if we blew up our world, we would recreate another one energetically and then work our karmic lessons and our experiences out on that one. So I think it becomes kind of a little bit of a, a, a negative fantasy a lot of people have. We have things to work through. I can say, and I wrote this in my piece, you know, things are good for me now. Business is a lot better. I did a lot of work to really get myself out there and to promote myself with, you know, with new books and various other things. So, hallelujah, I'm in a good space, which is great. Now I can help my clients and 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 the people that read my column to to find their way there too if they're if they're still struggling. So, you know, the difficulty has come to an end. Uh before I get to some of these phone calls here too. I do want to I see a lot of people writing in the in the chat room and I'm ignoring it. So I want to thank everybody. Welcome uh seeker of the truth 64 um Lily 08 and a number of other guests that are here. Welcome everybody. I'm glad to have you guys. I hope you're all doing well and that you're enjoying um the lovely weather. Well, I'm in Phoenix, so it's like 80 degrees, so I guess that's uh, you may not have lovely weather depending on where you're, you're listening from. So, welcome everybody. Um so, I'm going to me to read a couple of these comments in the chat room, then I think I'm going to go to the phones. Um Lil Lil E08 uh is saying that she he or she <laughs> I'm assuming it's a she used to be compared to Laura Ingalls or Pippi Longstockings. Okay, absolutely. And she mentions the last few years have been a spiritual, emotional, physical cleanse and a detox. Absolutely. Great point. Uh, thank you for mentioning that. Really, we all had to clear out some things. You know, I know for me, I really did. I spent years leaning on credit. Um, and and I, I just, I look back on that and I think about what kind of insanity was going on there. Because it was like an evil construct on both ends. Um, I would, you know, lean on credit too much. 
and then um, they would jack up my interest rates to astronomical amounts where I could never get out. It was like, you know, it was an abusive, crappy relationship. So I, I actually divorced uh, my credit cards a couple of years back, and uh, and I'm, I'm very, very happy with, with that decision, uh, even though I have no credit now. But I wouldn't add it anyway. Um, uh, Lilo8 writes, miracle shall follow miracle, and wonders never stop. Absolutely. Um, and uh, there can be a happy ending in that sense. Uh, but uh, anyway, so let's see. Lilo is in Monterey saying, windy but sunny. Yes. Uh, you know, I, I always love the spring. It's definitely one of my favorite times of year. So uh, uh, I do want to uh, mention definitely a, a, a great time. We're already getting kind of warm here. Uh, Seeker of Truth writes, what a wonderful world it would be if everything always ended into a magical happy ending. I'm assuming that that's the reference, like, from the show. But, I, I you know, let me make this one more comment, and I'm going to get to the phones here. Um, you know, really... It's true. Not everything resolves like a like a you know a simple um, television show. But you know, I, I think one of those things that that show really brought up is they really did have a lot of difficult times uh, at different points. If you ever caught it, or similar shows, and I think a lot of that was very realistic <clears throat> in terms of what they actually went through. And I think that is the reality for all of us. It is not always a smooth, easy ride. Um, sometimes we, we, we encounter difficulty. But I always like to use the expression, consider the uses of adversity. You know, there's always an opportunity in it if we're willing to, to use it to, to help us to grow, to figure out what we have to fix and what we have to change. Uh, you know, again, I say a lot of people will, will struggle with, um, especially men, when you're, you're feeling financially, you're not doing well, there's a tendency to retreat or feel unworthy. You know, women will do this too. I'm not being sexist here, but men are more inclined to. Women are really, to me, more inclined to reach out for support when they don't feel they're doing well, where men are more inclined to, like, just want to crawl under a rock uh, in that sense. And, 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 you know, it's not always necessarily the best thing to do. So uh, we'll continue on with this subject. I'm gonna. Uh, I've already got a number of calls, so I'm probably going to get to be able to get to these three for probably um, some brief couple of minute um, conversations. But uh, the guest call in number here is two one three. Oh wait, I'm, that's the wrong one. Uh, the guest call in number six four six two hundred three nine six six. I'm giving you my number to call in. Uh, you might need to dial a one before that. Again, that's six four six two hundred three nine six six. I'll do my best to get to everybody. I might have to keep these conversations kind of brief, but we'll do our best to get to all the callers today, um, and uh, we'll see what we can come up with. You, even if you got a comment, you've got a question, uh, you want me to, you know, pull a. Uh, a quick mini oracle for you. I can do that as well, too. Uh, I'll make one more comment from the chat room, and I'm going to take my first caller here who's been on hold for about a half hour now. Uh, Seeker of Truth 64 writes, Absolutely, I believe it helps to keep us grounded and remember what truly is important. Love for our fellow man and our family. Great point, Seeker of Truth 64. And one of the things that I have mentioned on the, the show before, and I'll get about this, I'll get to this in more detail in future shows, is we're shifting between the Piscean age into an Aquarian age, and that's a change in the larger consciousness. We're also shifting from a young soul consciousness to a mature soul consciousness. Anytime you have major shifts in society, there is always a lot of upheaval and also a lot of ugliness that can come to surface during those transitions. So 
you know, uh, there are good things happening, too. I always say one thing I think that is finally beginning to die is racism. Um, it's taken a long time to die, but I, I'll be glad to see that go. Just the dumbest thing in the world. I can't believe people still even do it in the first place. But uh, that, you know, young people don't care about someone's race or sexual orientation or any of those things anymore. They don't give a crap. You know what I mean? They're, they're losing. It's one of the good things about young people. I can I can say some bad things about them, too, but I want to comment on the positive. Okay, I want to take my first caller here. Uh, all right, let's get uh, 831. Hello, how are you? Hi, fantastic. Good, thank you for fantastic. your tremendous patience in waiting. Who are we chatting with? My name is Lisa Ray. Lisa Ray. Lisa, have you called in before? No. Okay, cool. So you're my first caller. Great. Do you have a comment, question? Tell me what's up, and we'll see what we can get to. Why don't you just throw one out there? I've got all aspects of my life juggling right now. Juggling right now. Okay, so I think we'll pull a rune for you, a rune stone. I, I, I think that these are one of my favorite oracles to go with when you're, like, looking for some type of direction. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay, so the fertility rune comes up, and um, don't get nervous about that. <laughs> Sometimes people say, oh, <laughs> no, no. Would be. <laughs> it means a different type of a fertility. So I'm going to take a couple of quick passages from the Ralph Blum, Blum book. Uh, fertility, as a rune, means fertility, new beginnings, and Ing the hero god. So it brings up that there's, a, there's an energetic move right now for you. In, it's almost like a lunar influence. We often kind of want to adjust in the sphere of personal relationships with the people around us. We're trying to get things harmonious. A lot of times it can feel a little chaotic when those things happen, um, but there is some some movement around relationship energy for you. Um, What Fertility asks of us is, he says, uh, completion of beginnings is what is required. During this rune may mark a time of joyful deliverance of a new life, a new path, a rune of great power. Receiving it means that you now have the strength to achieve completion, resolution, from which comes a new beginning. But above all, completion is crucial here. It may be timely that you complete some project now, so make that your first priority. Perhaps a difficult state of mind can be clarified or resolved. The appearance of this rune indicates that you must fertilize the ground for your own deliverance. All things change, and we cannot live permanently amid obstructions. Inga signals your emergence from a closed crystal estate. As you resolve and clear away the old, you will experience a release from tension and uncertainty. You may be required to free yourself from a rut, habit, or relationship from some deep cultural or behavioral pattern, some activity that was quite proper to the self you were leaving behind. The time of birth is always a critical one. Movement can involve danger, and yet movement that is timely that leads us out of danger. The time has come to enter the delivery room. Another of the cycle runes, Ingo's counsels preparation, being centered and grounded, freeing yourself from all unwanted influences, and seeing the humor. You're indeed prepared to open yourself to the will of heaven and can await your deliverance with calm certainty. Okay, wow. so does any of that make any sense for you? Yeah, I'm studying for the NCLEX State Board yeah. and I'm looking for a new job and closing the books on my old school. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I I like this rune, and I have to tell you, amidst the chaos energy that I feel around you, um, <laughs> I like where you're going. I feel like you've actually been sort of intuitively paying attention to what you need to do next and how you need to do it. So now it's just a matter of, of applying yourself to that. Um, right. I, I'm getting some really kind of bright um, energy in May coming up. 
for you where it feels very settled to me, like you're you're on something that feels solid again? Because I feel like it's been a little bit like shifting ground. Oh, God, uh, yes. California, I, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> literally, right? Yeah, but I feel like that that is where, where that shift is occurring. And, and that's what I'm hearing. It, it, you know, th- there's a couple of things you've got to shift and change and, and, and realize that they were appropriate in their time, but they may not be appropriate anymore. Um, right. I'm, I'm very lucky because I always I, – I've mentioned this before on the show. Whenever I'm going through real difficulty, I usually will start to laugh. Like, I always find the humor. That's almost a natural for me. Um, like, a couple like of weeks ago, I threw my back out, and I had, like, about four days where I was what I called old man syndrome, where I couldn't even get out of bed without angling myself, like, at four different <laughs> angles to maneuver. And then, like, if I sneezed, the pain was, like, mind-boggling. And I oh, I, don't, no. I, I don't even take painkillers. To me, pain just means you're supposed to wake up to something. So, But it, it healed and it fixed, and I recognized what was going on emotionally psychologically. I was worrying. I was angry. I was, you know, I was, I was putting way too much energy in some things, and I made that shift. So now, of course, I feel a million times better. But uh, I Good. like where this is going. I feel like... You're, um, again, I keep hearing it feels like you're on very, very solid ground soon. You just have to kind of trust the twists and turns along the way, but I'm definitely getting acknowledgement that the decisions that you made were the right ones for where your future is going. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. I've wanted to get nurse for so long. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. Well, the right thank timing. you. I'm awesome. planning to see NCLEX. Thank you. You're welcome. Great talking to you, Lisa. All right. Good luck with everything. Thank you. Here. Cheers. Uh, all right, thank you for that. Good to hear some good news along the way. I got Lisa on hold here. Sometimes I hang up on people and I hang up with them off the show too. So let me take another caller here because the time's running out rapidly here. Let me see if I can get seven two zero on the air. Hello, seven two zero. You are on Snake All Radio. How are you today? I am good. How are you? Good. Who are we chatting with? Cheyenne. 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 Cheyenne, gotcha. Cheyenne, like Wyoming, Cheyenne. Yes, yeah. I, I just have that New York sound to my voice. Uh, every once in a while someone says, you don't sound like a New York. I'm like, really? There's <laughs> a little bit I, of an accent. I think it's in there. But I've been in Phoenix for 20 years. It makes you kind of mellow uh, in comparison. We'll put it that way. All right, so uh, tell us what your question is or comment. Well, I'm also going through a huge transition in my life where I'm being retrained to do something totally different, um, but I have been actually doing this kind of coaching thing for four years. But my question is, um, I just received some information from my attorney about a lawsuit, and we have to take these people to court. And my question is, is it going to happen this year, 2012? Going to court over it? Is is it going to get resolved? Because I've been waiting, this will be my second year now. Of, of waiting on the resolution of this? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'm pulling a couple of cards for you to kind of see what what comes down the pike with all of this. I, I'm still hearing delays, unfortunately. I actually feel like uh, on the good side, it feels like to me um, that this is kind of a positive resolution because I pulled some cards, and it, does this have to do what, – what is it, can you just kind of briefly mention what the lawsuit has to do with – It's position? a car accident, and I'm battling an insurance company progressive gotcha. uninsured motorist, motorist claim. Gotcha. And so this, I right. – and I just – I want to know that it's going to have a positive end, like, on my behalf. 
Yeah, you know what? I feel like um, what I'm hearing is, I, you know, I pulled a couple of cards and it came. The devil card comes up reverse, which actually is a good card. It means yeah. that that things are changing and there's some movement or some freedom involved in the situation. And I think that that is certainly a positive. Um, and you know, I'm gonna let me just throw this in here too for anybody in the chat room. If you guys want to comment and any impressions you have, we often have a lot of very intuitive people listening to the show. Feel free to mm-hmm. throw those in there. Um, but I feel like that that's where the shift is. The Three of Swords comes up reversed in the next couple of months, which means, like, it's still kind of a pain in the ass, but, like, less difficult, like, because I'm feeling like, like, one, you're almost sort of used to it, and one, they're actually laying out some type of a resolution for this. So here's what I'm, I'm kind of getting. I feel like, because um, I know, I, I am hearing that it will be resolved this year, but mm-hmm. when are they telling you that it's going to come to resolution? Oh, he told me that it's the the statute or whatever the thing for court is out to like October of this year. And since I've resolved part of it, the first half of it with the other driver, that's been resolved last year. And they said since then I resolved it, they can set it for two more years. Right. Which it, they give it till two thousand the end of two thousand thirteen because the accident happened at the end of two thousand nine. Right. Yeah, and that's what I'm. I'm I, the cards are saying like there's some type of corruption within the structure. That yeah. I'm seeing. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. I mean, because it's showing the eight of stones reverse, which means like just bullshit maneuvers by by a by a business or and then the the fool card comes up reversed. But I I have to say I almost feel like. Um, the mistake that they make in the maneuver in the long run will benefit you, I'm hearing. So I'm okay. actually hearing that, that like, there's almost a screw-up that you'll be able to use somehow, or your insurance company will hop on because of how this is being done. So that part I like, but I do see, I'm hearing that there's some resolution by, um, at least within reason, by August. So really? there's okay. something coming up with it. But I do feel like they're going to try to make some type of a maneuver but, well, they've um, they've offered me two thousand dollars, which is nothing, right. and um, the attorney said, "Oh, it's way out there, it's way out there." And I'm like, "Well, you know, give me a month or a date or a time or something like that." And so he said October, and so I'm like, "Okay," and so then you know the other company, the uninsured motorist claim for, from Progressive is. Um, uh, they're they're just trying not to do something, and he's he's trying to get me to settle out of court, and I don't think right. I don't know if that's the right thing for me to do. Yeah, I, I'm feeling like I'm feeling like you you could settle, but what I'm hearing is I wouldn't settle for that low though. Yeah, they that's only a, want to offer me ten grand. That, that, that's it's too low. I feel like that there should be some collective bargaining, and I, you know, that it would almost be beneficial to settle, but it has to be something at a more reasonable payout. But I pulled uh-huh. a, you know, you'll you'll get a kick out of this. I pulled a rune on it for you. Let me tell you what the rune says, um, because it, it's very very fitting. It's kind of good news, but there's a little bit of a frustration in it. On what your what your action is. The rune is called Jera. It means harvest, fertile season, one year. Um, in answer to this question, he says, this is a rune of beneficial outcomes. Jera applies to any activity or endeavor to which you are committed. Be, be aware, however, that no quick results can be expected. A span of time is usually involved, hence the key words, one year symbolizing a full cycle before the reaping, the harvest, or deliverance. You prepared the ground okay. and planted the seed. Now you must cultivate with care. To those whose labor has a long season, a long coming to term, 
Jarrah offers encouragement of success. Know that the outcome is in keeping of providence and continue to persevere. So that's what I'm kind of getting. I feel like, you know, I'm I'm feeling a settlement would be wise, but the, what I'm I'm getting is this, there's a few more future maneuvers where there's a mistake or some other baloney on their part where they'll actually want to settle in a way that's more realistic. And then I think when that happens, take it. So then I won't have to go to court. No, I don't even think it's going to get to that. Because they're talking about me testifying and all this other crap, and I'm like, no. yeah, I'm not real thrilled about I'm not, that. I, I, if you do, it's good, but I don't feel like you're going to get there. I just I feel like okay. it's going to settle before awesome. that. So okay. a year. Yeah, but a year, before, yeah, I, I feel like that there's some resolution in August, but again, it feels like it might be a year before you actually have the money, but at least it'll be a reasonable amount. Okay, awesome. Yeah, Okay. Thank you so much. I thank appreciate you your help. For, thank you for calling in. Awesome. All right, let me All put right. her. Thanks again. All right, I can get one more caller in here, so I will take this last call. Okay, we've got 512 on Snake Oil Radio. How are you? Hi, Jim. This is Nancy calling. Hi, Nancy. How are you? Good, good, good. good. Have you? you called in before? No, I haven't. This is oh, the okay. first for me. Good. All right. I just want to make sure I haven't. So I've got a lot of regs that, that call in, so I want to make sure I'm, I'm not talking to someone. Uh, not that, that that would matter, but I just want to ask. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so tell me what's up. What's uh, your question, comments, what's going on? Okay, I have a question. The question is, how and when will I increase my finances? Okay. Let's see what we get on that. Um, are you are you kind of actively working on this at this point? Um, I've been writing a book, and so that's what I'm waiting on. Yeah, because I'm. You know what? Here's what I'm getting. I, I do get some 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 good news on this. So let me let me comment on that. I pulled an angel card. I'm going to tell you what the angel card says in a minute. Um, okay. But I feel like um, here's a situation where. I don't think um, patience is necessarily the answer. I feel like there's – I'm getting a lot of, like, that you, you really – it would be a benefit to really look at getting what you've done out there almost kind of a, aggressively in that okay. respect and to begin to look into different channels for it. Um, ask your spirit guides to help you with that. But I'm, I'm getting uh, some very, very positive signs for, for June of this year that wow. there's – there's some real connections that are made. I feel like you can have somebody help you with it too. Um, but I feel like, you know, there's a little bit of you um, that like you're very excited about what you've done, but there's also a little part of you that's nervous about yeah. how it will be received. Yeah. And that's, and, and you're a writer. Yes. Yeah. I, I totally I understand that too. I, 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 when I used to first write snake oil, my, my monthly column, I sometimes I would touch upon some very, very um, touchy subjects, and I'd get nervous that my readers might get annoyed. Um, yeah. this is, you know, back in the day when I now I have about 900 people that get my column, but uh, back when I had just even a couple of hundred, I would I'd get people that would get mad at me and you know say take me off that mailing list, and I would be all bothered by it. Now, having been done this for a couple of years, now when someone gets mad, like I like it. Like to me, it makes me happy that I affected someone that strongly. <laughs> you know, what I mean, like I, 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 I call it uh, after time as a writer, you inevitably get brass balls. Well, you just, you know what I mean. Like you, you understand that even a negative reaction is a good one. So I feel yeah. like that 
this is definitely the right road for you. I, I see some success, at least partial success, coming up in, in uh, June. And I'm just hearing about you guys just saying you really want to be um, really strong about about being assertive, about uh, about getting it out there and doing what you need to do and making sure it's seen and, and pulling out those stops of, of anxiety. What type of writing are, are you doing? It's a self-help book. It's self-help? Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. People people need what you've done. So you just got to kind of get get strong with it. Let me tell you what the angel card is saying. Um, it's the angel of assertiveness. <laughs> she says the situation can be gently healed with love as you requested, and there's also a need for your strength and truthfulness with other people involved. We will stand right behind you as you speak your truth, giving you strength and guiding your words. Uh, you drew this card because you're asking about a situation where you feel somewhat victimized. The angels are saying that the situation can only be rectified if you clearly communicate your needs and expectations to others. It is possible to be both angelic and assertive if you call upon the angels for courage and guidance whenever you intend to speak your truth. With practice, loving assertiveness becomes easier. Uh, so, you know, what, what's, your, what's, your, what's, your, what's your astrological sign? What's your birth sign? I'm Sagittarius, also. Sag. Okay, cool. So uh, that 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 will give you. Oh, Sagittarius are in, endlessly teachers in that respect. Um, but th- that's what I'm 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 really feeling here. I would say the positive polarity of Sagittarius is I understand it's negative as I exaggerate. And exaggeration can be good sometimes too. That's why a lot of Sagittarius make good storytellers for that very reason. Because the story is always a little richer once it comes to a Sagittarius. So it's a little bit of bullshit, but it's always it's always a little richer, and that that's a very strong thing to have. But I do feel like you're on the right path with this. But that's what I'm hearing. You guys are saying a lot of this is internally just saying I'm ready to be successful. I'm going to put out this out there. I know it's going to do well. You're going to learn as you go. But I'm feeling like there is definitely some improvement in June. I, I love it. There's something that's happening like to the early to midpoint of the month that is like the right connective to get your work out there that will come. Um, and I don't know if it's a helper or situation, but it will. It will actually start the, the, the train of, of financial movement coming in. And I, I feel it's going to be somewhat of a luck out. Uh, you mean early, mid-June or, or this month? Uh, in June. Right, early oh, June. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's a few connectives that you make, but that's one I feel like it seems to most take, like the early part, the late part of the spring to the early part of the summer. Um, it's a little, you got a little maneuvering still here. So I'm, I'm hoping to get a well-known author to uh, recommend his agent. Yeah, maybe that's, that's, that's what. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm, what I'm getting, and that's, and that's it. Just ask. Yeah. Just push it. Be, be a pain in the ass. Because you know, I I, I had to, I, I have a I have a guest on uh, that's going to be on the show in May. That's a very famous poet, and uh, and I had uh, you know I'd done a session with him uh, about a year ago, and I I just I just asked him. I was like, I want you to be on the show, and he's like, Well, normally I get paid. I'm like, Listen, I'm not going to pay you. <laughs> I'm like, I just want you to be on the show. You get to talk about whatever you want to talk about. But this guy has thousands of followers. Oh, wow. And I just asked, and he said, Hey, would you do a little mini reading for my girlfriend? I was like, Yep. And boom, I booked him. So sometimes there's a little maneuvering here, but I feel like that that's the right road. Get the author to back you. Definitely a good idea. And then think about other people to get to do it as well, too. Um, you know, that, that will definitely get the ball rolling. Okay? 
Okay, sounds good. You've been very awesome. very helpful, Jim. Thank All you right, so Blake, glad to be helped. Thank okay. you for calling in, Nancy. Good luck with the project. Okay. Thanks. All right, looks like we're uh, out, almost out of time here, last minute. Okay, let me mention one more comment uh, from uh, Seeker of Truth in the chat room. Seeker of Truth writes, blessings to all, enjoy the show, remember to live in love, no matter what you are faced with, know that all is well and this too shall come to pass. Learn and grow through the trials, much love and light to all. Very, very well said. I'm going to leave that as the closing comment because it was so well written. Um, I do want to thank everybody for uh, calling in today, uh, some great, uh, really some some great stories about people moving forward. Uh, there's a, definitely a, a connection <laughs> between everybody that that called in here that way. So awesome, guys! Um, same thing. I'm in a great spot myself right now too, moving forward very aggressively, and I'm going to continue to. It's a year of the dragon. Milk it for everything that it is worth, people. Uh, anyway, I will be here uh, next week. It's going to be, I'm going to talk a bit about the current astrology next week and, and definitely have a little bit more time to take some callers in. And then I've got a great guest the following Thursday after that. And then I'm going to go to Vegas and party my ass off the week after that. Uh, as we love to travel. Anyway, so thank you, everybody, for tuning in today. Again, I'll be here again next week, usually three or four shows each month. If you're not already getting my newsletter, email me at VenturaSag at Yahoo. Dot com to get added to the free mailing list. No one will ever get your email address from me. Uh, it's a monthly column, and uh, you get a lot of perks, classes, uh, discounts on sessions, all kinds of good stuff, and check out my books uh, through the website or through Amazon where you can purchase either Dirty Little Secrets or Snake Oil Volume 1. All right, peace, guys. Great, great show. We'll catch up with you next time. Good night.